It's time to make some changes. It changes to the podcast. And so I want to give you a heads up. Those of you that listen on a consistent basis, you're going to notice in the coming episode some changes. And so I want to give you a heads up on what those are going to be about. And, uh, and in fact, I'd love to get your reaction to it. And I want to talk about a, uh, a, a thought I had about how we might be wasting at least I might be, maybe you don't have this issue, but I think I might be wasting and I'm worried about potentially wasting some of the opportunity that 2020 is offering us. And I want to share with you a quote. I, I was taking like feverish notes in a call I had with a, uh, a CEO of a, um, gosh, they're up to about six, $650 million a year in revenue. They're going to be off that number this year because of COVID-19. But that's that's pretty much where this company is. And I had a call today, a check-in call with the CEO ahead of a leadership team meeting that I'm gonna I'm gonna facilitate for him next week, a, a virtual one. And he said something. Well, he said lots of things. I got like pages. Can you hear the the pages here of notes? And I've got I wrote down a quote that I've kind of been staring at throughout the day today, and I want I want to share it with you because it it's got me concerned. So anyway, we'll get to all that in just a minute. This is the Decide to Lead podcast, the podcast for those who've made the decision to lead and are looking for ways to more effectively influence others so they can accelerate results. I'm Russ Hill, and I'm glad you're here. This is the Decide to Lead podcast with Russ Hill. Leadership is a decision, and this podcast is for those who have consciously, intentionally made that decision to lead others. We can't give you, we can't give you a title of leadership. We can give you some responsibility. We can put you in charge of um, a group of people and say, okay, go get this done. But whether or not you lead, and the, and the word lead means that you're taking me somewhere, leading me somewhere. There's a destination, right? If you're leading me somewhere, there's a destination. And Google Maps... It doesn't lead you anywhere. It just tells you where you are unless you do what? You type in, you type in an address. You type in a destination. It says, oh, you want to go there? Okay, well, then hit this button and we'll show you to get from where you are now how to get to where you want to be. And this is how long it's going to take you. And this is the best path to take. That's exactly what a leader does. And without the destination, we aren't leaders. If we haven't defined the destination, we are not a leader. We're just kind of maintaining what is. We're not going anywhere. We're here. And so our, our, our uh, location doesn't change. That's why so many companies, so many teams have the same results year after year after year, quarter after quarter after quarter, because we're not leading them. We're just running them. We're managing it. We've not defined the destination. We haven't entered anything into Google Maps. We're just staying here. It's that little blue or green dot, the circle, right? Here's where you are. And you were here last year, and you were here the year before, and you're going to be here next year. Unless you become clear on what the destination is. And this podcast is for people who have become clear on that. So welcome in. I, uh, I'm so glad you're here. This is your first podcast ever listening. Um. I hope you don't think it sucks. <laughs> I hope you I hope you find some value in it. This started as a hobby of mine, and I'm going to get into, in a moment, some changes that I've been thinking about over the last few months, and I've gotten really intentional on that over the last few weeks, 
And I want to let you in. Those of you who are, are consistent listeners, I want to let you in, give you a heads up uh, on what is coming. And so if you're new and you find value in this episode, go ahead and tap on that subscribe button and you'll get every episode, every Monday and every Wednesday, the new episodes that come out every week. My job is to help you more effectively lead others so you can accelerate. If you can get people to do what you need them to do, you accelerate the results you need to deliver. And one of the biggest challenges of leadership is getting people to do what we need them to do. It burns out. That challenge burns out so many leaders because they don't know how to manage the way people think and act. And so that's, uh, we call that, we call that one simple word. They don't know how to manage. And the word is culture. And I try to help you with that in this episode. In fact, let's just go there then. So I'm going to talk in a minute about um, the, the quote from this CEO that I wrote down here on my notepad on my, uh, on my desk here in my home office uh, in a moment, because I think this is a really interesting statement, this CEO, who's become a friend of mine. He lives in Southern California. He's a dad of two kids. He and his wife are trying to raise their, their boys the best way they know how, and uh, his day job is, uh, is running a company with multiple manufacturing plants, some in Mexico, or one in Mexico, one in the U.S., and... Um, and uh, and they produce about uh, they deliver about uh, six, seven hundred million dollars a year and they're on their way to one billion dollars. Um, so I want to share that in a moment. Let's let's talk about the podcast for a second. A little inside baseball uh, for those of you who are our regular listeners. And I won't make this too long for those of you who are new and don't give a crap about any of this. <laughs> Just listening and trying to learn from it. But let me give you a heads up. Those of you that are, are my long timers have been around for um, well, long time could be a week. It could be. Uh, the whole two years we've been doing this, but I am, uh, I am at the time that I'm recording this, um, I am in the process. I, I hired somebody to help me schedule interviews for the podcast. And, uh, and she has been amazing. Her name's Laura and, and Laura lives on the East coast and she's been doing a lot of work for me over the last few weeks. And we have, gosh, I ought to text Laura and uh, check on the number, but I want to say the number is somewhere in the neighborhood of 14. We have 14 guests who we have booked, um, to be guests on this podcast in the weeks ahead, in the months ahead. And so my intention is to, do uh, you, you know I've been torn I, I almost I, I would say 95% of the episodes that I do 90% somewhere around there are me sharing observations and lessons that I've learned and I love doing it and I've got a lot to say how valuable it is <laughs> that's up to you but um and and that's been really good but I feel like that um well there are two things two things that are motivating me to do these interviews number one I, I want to bring additional voices, additional value to the listeners of this podcast so it's not just me all the time. Hopefully you find value in some of the things I'm saying, but I want to have guests on who I am I'm handpicking because of the topics that they have expertise in. And they're varied, but they are all of them will help you, the listener, in trying to more effectively, exactly what I say the podcast is more effectively influence others to accelerate achieving results. So that's what that's what each one of these guests will be able to do. So I, I right now, 90 to 95% of the podcast episodes are me talking, and then 5 to 10% are guests. That's now going to be flipped. 
you're going to notice in the days and weeks ahead that that is going to be absolutely turned the other way. The other thing that you'll notice is every, not every, 90 to 95% of of the podcast episodes I do will be available on YouTube Uh, because I've also hired somebody to run my YouTube channel. I've got like nobody subscribed there. I think I'm getting somewhere. I think the average is somewhere between, gosh, I need to run the math on this. I think it's somewhere between one and two views that I get per video. (laughs) It's like I have not built up any kind of following. And the thing that I've realized in life is that, and especially in content creation, is you have to be consistent in order to make any kind of a dent. And so, and most people don't, aren't good at executing. They aren't committed to it because they don't see instant results. They stop going to the gym back when gyms were open. They stopped going to the gym after three weeks or two weeks because they didn't instantly get fit. They didn't lose 20 pounds in those two weeks. They weren't suddenly buff in those two weeks. They give up the diet because they aren't feeling healthier. Their whole gut didn't go away. They can't fit into that new wardrobe in three weeks. And so it goes on and on and on. And so most of us stop executing because we don't see immediate impact or immediate results. And the same is true of creating content and putting out, uh, whether it's, uh, if you're trying to build your brand or trying to help more people on any social media platform, whether it's posting, you know, articles to medium or put out videos or whatever, whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to do. This applies in business too. I mean, it's not just social media or the gym or whatever else you're not, you don't stick with it. We, we, I, I see this happening in organizations all the time. They innovate, And then they wait a whopping like three and a half days to see what the ROI was on their innovation. And then they, they ditch it. It's like, no, you can't do that. You have to, if you make that product or make that decision, you have to consistently do that. I had a senior leader I worked with years ago who said he had what he called the four seasons rule. And he would say this about any senior executive with a few exceptions. Sometimes you hire somebody and they're just an absolute train wreck. And, you know, like on day two, yep, you're gone. Thank you. We don't need we don't need to waste any more time. And it's not just senior executives. But in his case, he applied it to senior executives because it's somebody that you recruit, spend uh, 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 an enormous amount of time looking for interviewing you invest a ton of time in hiring them and they make a leap to join your company it's not just an hourly employee or it's not somebody that's entry level this is somebody that they've invested a lot of effort in joining your company and you've invested a lot of effort in bringing them to the team and the senior executive in a company i used to work for back in the media days he told me once he said russell got this four seasons rule and it is i give senior leaders that i've hired with a few exceptions four seasons to prove their value. So anybody can screw up for a quarter or two, a season or two, but basically he's saying he gives them a year. And I think, I I don't know what the exact timetable is. Um, It depends on what you're doing, but um, a year sounds like a really good amount of time to spend in the gym to see what kind of results you get before you decide, "Ah, I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. But so few people are willing to do that, right? A year sounds like a really good amount of time to try out that product or two or three even and uh, see if that innovation proves worthy of the investment you made in it. But our attention spans are so short. So anyway, how the crud did I get on that topic? (laughs) I don't even remember, but I'm (laughs) wow. Boy, do we need to make changes to this podcast, right? This is evidence of it right now. Holy cow. This is why I need other people talking and me talking less. Anyway, 
Holy cow. And this proves, again, that I don't edit. I was talking to this podcasting um, expert the other day, and I was telling him I don't edit the podcast, and he kind of looked at me like, yeah, you might want to reconsider that. Um, but, oh, well, I don't have time to. So let me let me rock, walk you through a, a few of the changes. So a lot more guests. Um, there are reasons. The, the first reason I'm going to do that is because it's going to make it a more valuable experience for listeners because you're not just hearing me. You're hearing people that I have assembled together. I've researched. I've looked and I've decided these are people I think that the most successful leaders ought to be listening to. Well, all of them bat a thousand. No, some le- some of the guests will be more valuable to you than others, but I think you're going to find lots of value. In it. I hope. The second reason I'm doing that is because it's a more aggressive growth strategy. I'll just be very candid with you as my audience. That the more guests you have on, typically the more you grow because they're putting out to their network that, hey, I'm on. And people searching through a podcast app for interviews with that guest, they tend to find the show more often. So I, I don't care a ton about growth, um, but I, I do want to make sure that everything I'm doing that I spend time on, just like you, is has a decent ROI, meaning I, my, my job on this podcast is to help as many leaders as possible to influence and impact and, and grow the influence of as many leaders as possible. And I can do that. I can increase the number of leaders that I'm helping by, uh, by growing the podcast. Okay, so that's one change. The second change I'm considering is changing the name. I love the name Decide to Lead. I gave like a monologue about that like 10 minutes ago about how leadership's a decision. That's what drove me to create the title of this podcast. But you can throw a pebble and hit a podcast that's about leadership. There are a gazillion of them. I've listened to a gazillion of them. Most of them I don't like. It's one of the reasons I created this one. Maybe that's arrogance. I don't know. But there are a few out there that I like. But there are a lot that I listen to and I go, okay, I number one, I don't have an hour and a half to listen to you in each episode. Who the crap has an hour and a half to listen to you rant? Like if you can't say what you need to say to me in 10 minutes or 20 minutes, then maybe you, anyway. So, and then there are other people that I think, man, do you have any experience? Like maybe you should go live your life and try to run a few teams and then come back. And I don't mean any disrespect to anyone because I am not an expert, not at all. But I've got a lot of wounds and scars and I'm with a lot of leaders because of what I do for a living. And so I feel like I, I hopefully can bring a lot of value to you. Anyway, so there's a ton of leadership podcasts out there. And so the name itself doesn't really differentiate what we're trying to do, what I'm trying to do in this podcast. And so I've, I've got a few names that I'm toying with, and I'm actually thinking about narrowing this podcast to be more specifically about culture. How do you manage the culture of your family? How do you manage the culture of your team, your team at church, your team at work, your team at your number? I talk about that a lot, and there isn't any topic that I've done in the last 80, how many episodes we've done before this one, eight, roughly 80 episodes that I wouldn't include moving forward. I think all of them fit under the name of culture, but there's a ton of buzz around the word culture. I'm re, I've read so many books. You're going to hear guests in upcoming episodes who've written books on culture. And I think that so many of them are uh, add value. They're really valuable, but they're not complete. It's like reading one book of a scripture. Well, you need the other ones to kind of go along with it to complete the story and to help you understand the doctrine of whatever religion that might be. 
And so I, um, I, I'm just passionate about this because I think what I do for a living and what I've uncovered, it gives you the most complete picture of how to define and how to manage culture, the culture of your family, the culture of your organization. And I think that skill is there's so much talk out there about culture. So many people who think, yeah, culture is super important, but they have no idea how to define it or manage it. So I'm just giving you a heads up. I, I don't be surprised. I might decide against this. You all, the name of the podcast might stick with decide to lead for the next 80 years, but I think it might change in the coming weeks. And to more to to generate some more noise and cause people to go, wow, that's an interesting title and to differentiate it a little bit more. And then you'll hear a lot more. uh, You'll hear a lot more guests. So and then there's the YouTube version. I'm uh, I'm going to be publishing to YouTube every uh, pretty much almost every podcast. So there's some uh, there's some uh, heads up on what's coming. If you don't like any of that or you want to give me feedback or go, yeah, that's absolutely right, Russ. Just direct message me. How to get a hold of me is in the show notes, which you can find by swiping up or over or wherever, depending on whatever podcast app you're using. So connect with me on LinkedIn is the best way to do it. And then shoot me a direct message. A lot of you do that. And I, uh, I'd love it if you have any feedback on what I've just said. Um, you could stop me before I do any of that. Okay, potentially. Okay, so let me get, let me share with you this uh, conversation. I'm just going to take a, a couple of minutes to do this because I'm looking at the clock and I don't want to take too much of your time this uh, on this episode. So I'm on the I'm on this check in call with this CEO of this organization, and we're you know I'm checking in on the business, and this is someone who's become a friend of mine. He's been a client. Um, when, I, when we first started working with the organization he's now CEO of, he was not the CEO. He was the head of sales. And we've worked with them for numerous years, over five years now, helping them manage their culture through all the changes they've gone through. And this guy's become CEO in the last maybe two, three years. And uh, he's just a s- superb person. So we were, we were venting for a few minutes about COVID-19. That's how most calls begin these days, right? <laughs> when you haven't talked with somebody in a month or a few weeks, you typically check in about how's everybody doing health-wise with uh, online school, with sports, with not being able to travel. You check in on all those COVID-19 related things, right? At the time I'm recording this in August of 2020, that's what we're dealing with. And, uh, and so we're going through that. And I'm I'm asking him some questions. And I I like to in these in these um, in these interviews. I like to or these these check in calls. I take tons of notes. And uh, and so he says he says this. I'm just going to read you these this one sentence. Now nah, it's two sentences. And he's talking again about COVID nineteen and and the disruption of the the last five six months, however long it's been. And he said he said this. Let me read it to you. I haven't been home. This is the CEO talking. In Southern California is where he lived, lives. I haven't been home this much in forever. It's pushed me. It's pushed me to put things in balance that were probably out of whack. I haven't been home this much in forever. It's pushed me to put things in balance that were probably out of whack. He said that, and then we went on to talk about the business, and I kept staring at those two sentences that I wrote in ink on my notepad. And this is the thought that occurred to me, two thoughts. Number one is, I'm a dad. I've got four kids, as those of you that have listened to this podcast regularly know, and, uh, and no job um, of leading, of leadership matters more to me than leading my family. And I'm not perfect at it, and I'm far from it. Just ask my kids or my wife, right? 
and 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 me and uh, we and I we any of us could tell you areas where I need to improve but I care deeply about it and when my travel schedule went from 165 flights a year to zero in the last well since March zero like I keep getting emails from the airlines and hotels and you know these places where I have all kinds of perks and, 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 you know, their highest uh, tier in their whatever loyalty clubs. And, and they're like, Hey, don't bring it. We, <laughs> uh, you used to be loyal. Like you were a valuable customer and we give you, we've given you all these perks for the last however many years. I hope you don't haven't forgotten us. So I, I, I can relate to this. I haven't been home this much in forever. And it's pushing me to put things. It's pushed me to put things in balance that, we're probably out of whack. So I looked at that sen- those two sentences and I thought, oh man, I can relate to that. And then the second thought I had was, and this one freaked me out a little bit. I thought, how many things has 2020 exposed, shed light on, revealed to us that we need to adjust or change personally or professionally, how many things has 2020 revealed to us or shown us that we need to adjust in our business or in our personal lives that we haven't yet adjusted? And so then I started thinking, you know, and this uh, we're, the conversation went on, and so I was thinking this after the call, um, and I've had a little bit, a few hours to think about this in between other calls and other things I'm doing today. It's just been kind of one of those things that's been on my mind in, in, in between doing other stuff. And I thought, you know, I don't want to wake up someday in 2021 when hopefully <laughs> this COVID-19 pandemic, quarantine, mask wearing, social distancing thing is over and the new norm we're in the new norm now and life moves on and we're past the pandemic. I'm really hopeful that's in the first part of 2021, not the latter part or another year. But whatever the timetable is, when we get there and life speeds up again. Now, I've been busier this year than ever. So I don't mean like, well, when we get busy, you know, I'm super busy, but I'm not rushing to a plane and I'm not whatever. You know, there's time for other things that can you relate to that? Like, I've never been busier. And yet I have time because I have more time in certain areas because um, there are lots of things that I'm not spending. I'm not spending time on an airplane. I'm not spending time going to the airport. I'm not spending time in a hotel room. I'm not, sp- you, you, hopefully you can relate. So we have time to make these adjustments. We have space and this disruption, this massive disruption of COVID-19 and the economic uh, impact that's resulted. We have, we, we've been, we've been shown adjustments we need to make and I don't want to wake up at some time in 2021 when life speeds up again and I'm back to the airport whatever that looks like for me and whatever speeds up looks like to you and I don't want that to happen and for me to go dang it I never executed on that change that 2020 taught me I needed to make so I could look back at this I haven't been home this much in forever. It's pushed me to put things in balance that were probably out of whack. I could look back on that in 2021 or 2022 or 2023 and go, yeah, COVID-19 and that whole episode in 2020 revealed that to me. And guess what? I did nothing about it. 
and I don't want to be in that position. And that's the message I wanted to share in this episode. What changes have you been thinking about? What adjustments to habits, routines, priorities, and or at work? Like this totally applies in our businesses, our companies, right? Our teams. What have you been thinking about since March or April or May? Man, we need to do this. And have you actually executed on it? Not like a little tiny bit and adjusted a little bit, but like on full in and massively adjusted that in order to be able to compete more effectively in the future or to own more market share, have more loyal customers, whatever that looks like. Have you executed on that? Because life is going to speed up again sooner than we think it is. I, I, I not only hope that, but I know that. And then we're going to look back and, and hopefully this will be a blip. And I think that there are wake-up calls that are being sent to us. And the question is, did we adjust enough? You get the point. All right. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, do so. Tap on that subscribe button. And it would mean so much to me if you find value to mention this. Who needs to listen to these podcast episodes? Who needs help being a more effective leader? Who needs the, uh, the opportunity to listen to some of this. Will you text that person a link to the podcast? Will you mention it to them in your next conversation with, with them? Will you post about it on LinkedIn or wherever you are active in, in social media? And I'll talk to you soon.